Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again. Welcome in. It's Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us, Steve Post. Here in our Concord, North Carolina studios from Mifflintown, Pennsylvania, my co-host Ashley Strummy is alongside. Hello, Ashley. How are you? Steve, I am great, and uh, congratulations on another year around the sun. Happy birthday this week. Thank you so much. Yes, your husband and I, we celebrate the same day for a birthday, so here we go. Let's tee it up. Another lap around the sun. That's for sure. So while we're teeing up another lap around the sun, the All-Stars are catching a breather. Woo! Speed Week is over. Ohio Speed Week. The Dean Niddle Memorial wraps it up, and uh, what a what a thriller that was. That race was bonkers. Brent Marks got the win for the second time, but again, second straight year, Speed Week champ, Sunshine, Tyler Courtney. Him and Buddy Kofoid tied, but uh, Sunshine got the nod there, Ashley. Yeah, but an impressive showing by Buddy. I mean, we know he's a great racer, but to jump in a car, you know, a new yep. team with Vimir 55 and see him have the success he had in battling for the championship... Uh, very, very strong showing, but of course, Tyler Courtney always on top. <laughs> yeah, Sunshine, you just can't beat it. Six races that ended up having, there was eight scheduled, two got rained out, six winners. I love this list of winners. Tyler Courtney won at Wayne County, which ultimately was the tiebreaker. Brent Marks won, uh, we just talked about him, the Dean Niddle Memorial. Zeb Wise, Danny Dietrich, Tim Schaefer, and Sam Hafer-Cheap Jr., one at Eldora. I love that Sam won at Eldora, and whenever Tim Schaefer wins a race, I smile. It's always good. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get in victory lane, you for sure. don't know what you're going to get. He went all El Equipa on him, that's for sure. If you know, you know, that's for sure. Tim Schaefer, one of the great veterans in the sport, for sure. Hey, we have got a great guest today joining us here on the program. A.J. Flick is an eight-time winner thus far this season. Yeah, we're only in June and he's won eight times. Western Pennsylvania Speed Week, the great young racer from Apollo, Pennsylvania. A.J. Flick, he joins us coming up here on Wing Nation. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go right to it. The Sage Fruit Hotline, one of the drivers that just keeps parking his sprint car on the front stretch every time we turn around from on Western Pennsylvania. AJ Flick joins us. Hello, AJ. How are you? 
How are you doing, Steve? Ashley, this is pretty cool to be back on. Thanks for having me. Well, it is always great to catch up with you, that's for sure. And like I said, I see your smiling face in victory lane. Eight wins this season. It looks like in your corner of the world, Western Pennsylvania, you've got that car dialed in pretty good. Yeah, we, we, we knew we were off a little bit at the beginning of the year with these new tires. Um, we were still a top three car. So we didn't really overthink it too much. Uh, we kept trying to make improvements, but when the outlaws came to Sharon, um, we got we got our butts handed to us pretty good, and we were off qualifying, heat race, didn't transfer out of the B main, and uh, that race there is when we realized just how far off we were, even though we were still top three locally, and kind of put our heads to the uh, tombstone, grindstone, and just kind of dialed in some of the issues where we were lacking and didn't quite feel that we had made the changes we needed to, and. Um, ever since that weekend, it's been a role for us. AJ, when you talk about being on this role, is it something that you found in cars? Is it something you found personally? Obviously, you've mentioned the tires already. It's kind of been a learning curve for everyone, and we've chatted a lot about it with other drivers. Is there something that's kind of fell in your lap with that, or has it just been a game that you found something and you're sticking to it? Yeah, we we kind of had to work to find it. Um I mean, when we started sprint car racing in 2014, uh, it was on the H stuff. So while we were learning, we kind of developed habits that only worked for the H series tires. And um, I spoken to the guys at Maxim, Dan Musselman, super great people. And they kind of helped get me dialed in. But we kind of had a lot of PTSD, I guess you would say, about um, things that we had tried years ago on H tires and they didn't work for us. So we just never did them again. And to try and convince ourselves and my father as a team to try something different that we knew never worked before but might work now, it was difficult to get us in that mindset. Once we started opening up our mindset a little bit and uh, letting letting our ideas branch out, it started to work and pick up a little bit more speed. You know, you mentioned going up to Sharon and get you and getting your butts handed to you. And, and this is a weird sounding question. But how important is it for a sprint car driver trying to get better every once in a while to get it handed to you and to, to, to maybe move you guys in the positive direction? Is that kind of what happened with that? Oh, 100%. I mean, we were still a top three or four car, big picture-wise, uh, locally at that show. Um, it was the same guys that were that had, had been beating us that beat us and made that show in the first place. But um, when you compare it to the traveling teams and the professionals, and you could see it with lap times and uh, just how their cars were driving, how much more comfortable they looked, what they could do with their race car. It really opened up our eyes to to be like, okay, this is what we need to do. I mean, they came to one of our local home tracks and just put an absolute spanking on everybody. So um, to watch what Donnie Schatz did rolling right through the middle and just kind of what tires he was running, um, how their cars were set up, things of that nature, it's just – it was it was a wake up call, but it helped us because then it gave us an idea of what to shoot for and uh, what direction we needed to go. And, and it's so true. You, we've talked about it uh, off air a little bit before. You've talked about coming to Port Royal. Um, this you've made the trip numerous times in the past season, only twice this year. You know it's a fast joint. The competition's tough. Where do you gauge yourself when you come here to Port Royal and to race the the fast tracks with the the caliber of teams we have? It's tough because I think Port Royal is just such a different animal. Like, uh, I, I think the top three or four from this past Saturday, I raced with them two weeks ago, you know? So I, I, I think clean air means so much of it. And 
Um, I mean, we finished 14th this past week from 23rd, but some of the guys we were catching have won races there before. So um, I think it's just so much situational. And uh, I mean, we had passed Lucas Wolf for, I think it was sixth or something in the heat race. So we didn't transfer, but it gave us an extra B main starting position spot, which is ultimately probably what got us into the show because we were able to run third. And um, I think Lucas is a great guy, great driver, but he wasn't even able to transfer. So um, I don't know if that issues with the car or whatnot, but I, it's just, I think it's so situational and the dirtier means so much that that's what makes racing at Port Royal so difficult. And to be able to get your car to work through dirty air, like what Lance DeWeese and Anthony Macri and those guys can do, um, it's... I think it's a lot of race car and uh, obviously a lot of driver as well. But to put that whole combination together is one of the reasons why it's so difficult to win there. Uh, Jeff Halligan kicked everybody's butt two weeks ago. And I think he started ninth and I don't even know where he finished fifth, sixth, maybe, but um, it just goes to show that as good as they were one week, it's extremely difficult to pass and get up three, four rows to win another feature the second week. Big challenge, that's for sure. Speaking of a big challenge, Western Pennsylvania Speed Week, you are now a two-time champion. We've talked to you, AJ, over the years. You're a family team, you're a small team, you race on weekends, but gearing up, as you guys did, for five straight races, you had five races, two wins, four top fives, five top tens. What is that like for you and your family team, to, to and to have the weather cooperate this year as well, to run five straight nights with Western Pennsylvania Speed Week and win the championship? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an absolute blast. Um, first off, I got to thank Tyler Beekner for that. I listened to your interview that you had him on there for, and uh, he went into a lot of detail, and it's awesome that you gave him the publicity to, to get himself on the show and go over what he designed and created for that speed week but we wouldn't have that opportunity without him so massive thanks to him and everybody that helps with that speed week but um it's definitely something special uh it it, it it's three thousand to win every single night so um it's fantastic pay for us in western pennsylvania compared to what we're normally used to out here uh it still brings some outsiders in and we're able to race against uh, a lot of good competition um people like ryan smith mark smith came in this year too so um when you race against those guys, even the Blaney's that ran it quite a few days, you know that you have accomplished something if you can run up front and compete with those guys. And um, this is the first year that we got all five nights in. Uh, every other year so far has been rained out at least twice. So it's been really cool to gauge ourselves and how the team works. And um, it was just stupid hot that entire week. It was like 85 degrees. Uh, humid so I just I told everybody I said we got to stay hydrated everybody get their rest we did most of our work on the cars between noon or between midnight and 4 or 5 a.m. every single night and slept in later but everybody everybody did their jobs nothing broke Uh, I thought I drove well we were able to stay consistent up front pretty much most of the entire weekend and bring home another Western PSB Week Championship. It was awesome. It really, truly was. Uh, Stay with us. Uh, We're going to step away. We're going to come back more with A.J. Flick in just a moment. Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com.
Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. We are having a blast because we're talking to A.J. Flick, one of our favorite guests. We love when we get a chance to catch up with him. He has won eight times this year out in western Pennsylvania. All right. A.J., we like to go off the racetrack a little bit. I've followed along on some of your social media posts. Also, your girlfriend, Ashley Brown's post. Are you guys roller coaster freaks? Is that are you are you roller coaster aficionados? Uh yeah, I guess you would say so. Um, we just love the atmosphere too. Being in an amusement park, getting out, uh, just seeing everybody happy, excited, getting to enjoy nice weather. So yeah, I mean, we, we try to get to as many parks and coasters as we can. Good part. Good part. What are the best coasters? Are there dream coasters? Let's let's get the details here. <laughs> oh, um, she's a huge Hershey Park fan. And they just came out with an RMC coaster, Wildcats Revenge. We have yet to get out to that. We went to Hershey Park for her birthday on April 15th. I usually do that every year for her. Um, but uh, Wildcats Revenge was not open yet. So she still wants to get out to that. She's a huge uh, Steel Vengeance fan out of Cedar Point. Um, I like Millennium Force. Uh, but one thing that we started doing as well, when we would go down to Charlotte for the World Finals, we would always take a trip to Carowinds down there that's on the North South Carolina yep. border. And um, they have a roller coaster there called Fury 325. And it is an absolute blast to ride. And the park is never as busy as what Millennium Force is. So uh, we could just hop on, hop right off, and just continuously, day after day, just ride the same coaster over and over. And I mean, it's, it's as much of a thrill the last time you do it as you did the first time. I feel like this is almost like the the racetrack counters. Like we've been to 17 uh, parks in three states. And do you guys keep track or do you have bucket lists, places that you want to visit? Yeah, we we do keep track. Um, I I would have to check my phone and my notes to see how many we've been to. Like uh, we've had talks to get out to both Disneyland parks in Florida and California. Uh, They got a lot of lot of new coasters there, too. Um, we've done some of the smaller ones, but she wants to go to like Hollywood and, uh, we still want to get to the six flags and ride some of those big coasters like King the if you've ever heard of that. So, um, it's basically a slightly taller, slightly faster version than what top throw dragster was out here at Cedar point. So, um, we've gone to the Kings Island and Kings dominion and I forget which ones in Cincinnati, but we went there last year and, uh, did some ice skating under the Christmas lights and stuff. So we all had a good time there too. And honestly, some of the coasters were still running even on December 25th. And um, I'm local here out to Mifflin Town and Kennywood. And uh, we we go to ride still, what is it? Still still Phantom, Phantom's Revenge out there. And they just have a new one, still Curtain. And um, we usually do some of the Christmas stuff out here too. And they've got a Fright Night opportunity. So the, the amusement parks do a great job at getting many options to keep your time occupied. Okay, so you talked about Carowinds. Okay, I went down there some time ago, and they have these old rickety wooden coasters. Now, I'm I'm assuming you're talking about the high-speed hang-on and that sort of thing. I did a couple of those old-speed wooden coasters. Felt like I needed a Hans device, a helmet, and a cup while doing it. Do you do the old coasters as well, or is it new coasters? What's your What's your preference? Yeah, I absolutely love the new steel coasters. Um, like, Steel Vengeance was designed and created off an old wooden coaster, but the technology in coasters anymore is just so far advanced than even what it was when I was yeah. a kid. And um, they're so smooth. They're so much... Uh, technology and um, seat time and airtime flips, the whole nine yards that go into it. And I, I would rather do speed and G-forces than the flips and going up and down more. Um, I think Ashley's pretty much in the same boat as I am with that. 
Uh, but I know as the older I've gotten, the less I've been able to handle some of the flips and twists and turns is what I used to. Well, let's not try to do those on the racetrack or on a roller coaster. <laughs> You'll have to check out Knobles. They're really great for those old crappy wooden coasters. <laughs> but all that aside, I, I've also been stalking your social media. I'm waiting for when you guys are going to get turtles like on the side of the card as your map. But I know you guys found another one. Ashley found it in the parking lot at the racetrack a couple weekends ago. Like, what is it with you guys and turtles? I honestly don't have a clue, but it got to the point where I was so superstitious that I had to see a turtle before we went racing. And um, when we would go to Sharon last year, we would look and look for a turtle right when we got to the speedway outside. They have that one there where they get the water from. And I saw a turtle three, four times, and we won every single race we were there for. So um, it just became kind of stupid, kind of superstitious. But um, where I live, there's been three or four times where we've moved the truck and trailer and there's just been turtles underneath it and just hanging out, staying out of the sun and we've had to move them. So I don't know. Uh, I, I see trains everywhere I go and I see turtles everywhere I go. So I'm convinced that I'm going to die in some way, shape, or form by either trains or mobs of turtles. <laughs> you know what you need to do? See, Ashley refers to the big block modifieds as mud turtles, so you just need to run at the same time. Like, yeah. Lerner, like Lernerville has the mud turtles on Friday night, so you see turtles all the time there. AJ, before we cut you loose, I know what's the next month or two months look like? Uh, local racing? You're going to venture east over to central Pennsylvania? What's the game plan as you move forward here? Uh, it's all going to be dependent on weather, obviously. Um, you never know how that's going to play out. But um, we're actually off from Lernerville this week because the firecracker there is with the Lucas Oil Series. So uh, we can go somewhere else. And then actually Port Royal's not running because Central PA Speed Week starts and they take off for Lincoln. So um, there's a couple fast races that we can look to get to. They're about two, three hours away. Uh, if the weather's bad, we probably won't take a shot at going to those. It's just not worth the, the cost of diesel anymore. But um, if the weather looks fine, We'll see if we can give it a shot and go to some new racetracks, see how we can compete. And I, I've been watching the Fast Series results. There's a lot of good drivers that go to those shows. And I know Craig Kenzer's been to a few of them, and Zach Hampton's been going. And uh, my buddy Brandon's been here from the area. He's been going and competing with those guys. So uh, it'd be good to go out and race with those guys, see how we compete and stack up and more qualifying shows and uh, try and get some good results around up front. Well, I'll tell you what, it is exciting. It really, truly is. Fun to watch what you're doing out there in western Pennsylvania and beyond, and then turtles and roller coasters, too. We got it all covered. We got it all covered, and we didn't even talk about gourmet burgers. We're going to have to talk gourmet burgers when we come back the next time because of uh, because of uh, your sponsor there. So uh, we'll, we'll take care of that next time. But, AJ, it is always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for the time here today. Yeah, it's awesome to be on, guys. Special thanks to Red Rob and Gourmet Burgers, Ferguson Heating and Air Conditioning, Fence by Maintenance Service. Everybody allows me to get on here, have a good time, talk to you guys, and just get the car in victory lane. Man, I'm stopping at a Red Robin on the way home. You got me. You got me. That's for sure. Thanks, AJ. I'll send you gift cards, guys. There we go. Now we're getting hooked up. That's for sure. AJ Fleck joining us here on Wing Nation. Stay with us. More in just a moment. 
Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of outlaw NOS energy drink sprint cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Ashley Stremme and Steve Post. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I, A.J. Fleck, I could talk to him all day long. He is, uh, he is a good dude, that's for sure. I just love how we can get off track with some of these drivers and, and talk <laughs> about, you know, kind of what their everyday life is like, not just all racing. Yeah, it is. So in that instance, it was roller coasters and turtles. Yes, indeed. Uh, great, great stuff for sure. Lots of great things have happened over the last week. Let's run through them a couple quickly because there is so much coming up in sprint car racing. King of the West had the fastest four days in motorsports. Ashley, I love what they're doing on the West Coast. And they race three times in Oregon, once in Washington, making their way north for Skagit this coming weekend. But boy, Corey Day, Ronnie Day's kid, man, this young man is starting to get everyone's attention. Yes, we chatted with him, was it a year or two yeah. years ago? And you know that he's going places and he is showing it very much this year. Three out of four wins this past week and six total with the King of the West so far this year. So pretty impressive. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. They were up at Beaver Dam Raceway. Gio Selzy is the Rookie of the Year candidate, picked up the win. And, boy, it's been a weird year for Sheldon, but uh, he, he, he got it turned around on Saturday night as well. Yeah, unfortunately, last lap slider on Gio didn't stick. Uh, or by gravel, I'm sorry. Got my got my days mixed up there. Sheldon actually ends up winning Saturday. Um, so it's still there. It's just something's not 100%. And it could be something as simple as the tires. Yes, indeed. There you go. But that is Sheldon's fourth Beaver Dam win in five starts. I love they did the Battle of the Border. Real quick on this one. 10,000 to win. Three tracks got together. Jackson, Mark Dobmeyer won Friday. Knoxville, Davey Heskin won Saturday. And Hussets in South Dakota. Ayrton Jenneton won on Sunday. All right, coming up. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, the second annual BillionAuto.com, Houston's High Banks Nationals, presented by Menards. Got all the sponsors out of the way. Keep our buddy Todd Quaring happy up there at Houston's. But, Ashley, they are paying a boatload of money at Houston's this weekend. We need to keep Todd and those sponsors happy. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 20000 each night to win Saturday $250,000. I'm not good at math, but if you want all four days, that's a whole lot of money. That's a whole lot of money, that's for sure. Here's what I love about this one. Ashley, we know sprint car racing, and it's evolved into traditional big purses. Knoxville, half mile. Eldora, half mile. Williams Grove, half mile. Ports jumped up to fifty grand with a Tusky half mile. There ain't no half mile in Brandon, South Dakota. It is a bull ring paying that kind of money. I know those drivers who are not necessarily at their best on the half mile. That's right, elbows up. I know those drivers that like elbows up are licking their chops at this one. 
No doubt. Uh, we always see those California drivers shine uh, and the locals as well. So it'll be interesting to see who ends out on top. Race of the year last year when Sheldon went from third to first in the last lap, lap and a half to win that one. I would expect nothing more. Not to be done, outdone. You mentioned West Coast drivers. And we talked a little bit about the fastest four days getting to Skagit. Boy, I'll tell you what, this is an event that is just growing and growing. Dirt Cup at Skagit, Thursday and Friday prelims. Saturday, someone's going to the bank out of there in pretty good shape, Ashley. $62,000 the richer. Wow, man, oh man, that thing has just exploded into one of those big races, that's for sure. And speaking of exploding, batten down the hatches because it is that time, Pennsylvania Speed Week. Woo! Williams Grove, eight grand. Lincoln, 1092. In honor of Kevin Gobrick, BAPS, eight grand. And then that thing, I was looking at it, that second weekend is just, there is money everywhere up there, Ashley. Pennsylvania Speed Week, it is, it is religion up there where you're at. It is. I mean, I'm, spring car racing is religion here in in Pennsylvania, let's be honest. And the guys who ran Ohio and now running into PA, kudos to them. It's tough. It's grueling. It's exciting. It's the high holy days of sprint car racing in Pennsylvania. That is for sure. Pennsylvania Sprint Speed Week. And it continues on. Starts Friday night at Williams Grove for sure. We appreciate A.J. Flick so much for joining us here on the program. But more important than all of that, and we say this every week and we mean it sincerely, thank you for joining us this time here on Wing Nation presented by Sage Troop. season is here and toyota racing is looking for clashers did you clash at the coliseum with your favorite toyota drivers clashing with the hoa who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn or maybe your tyler reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws if you're a clasher then we want you be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing toyota let's go places nascar is a registered trademark of national association for stock car auto racing inc 